You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, smart down, and it's called for another foul. Check, Taco. Come on. Taco's, Taco. Taco's having some fun here. And we are back with another episode of From the Rafters. Sam and I are here recording on Sunday, April 18th. And we're here with Wayne Breezy, uh, at Wayne Breezy on Twitter. How you doing today, man? What's going on, fellas? I'm doing real good, man. Last night was amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's finally nice to watch a winning basketball game. Six-game win streak. I mean, let's just jump right in. Celtics versus Warriors could be the game of the season. Just initial reactions from that game. What do you think? I mean, game of the season for sure. It sucked that my man Jalen Brown wasn't there because I can only imagine. I feel like if Jalen Brown was there, we won that game by like 23. Like, you know, like <laughs> I think it would have been like an easier win. Um, But it was definitely the game of the season. It was like the thrill at Manila, bro. Like big shot after big shot. I'm just going to go on camera and say this. I've never said this before in my entire life. Steph is the best damn shooting score I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, he's hands down the yeah. greatest of all time when it comes to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was ridiculous, ridiculous yesterday. I was talking to my dad this morning because I didn't uh, watch the end of the game with him. I was out. But he was like, yeah, it was like game seven. He's absolutely right. You had two guys giving it their absolute best, Tatum and Curry, and the Celtics ended up coming out on top. It was excellent. They got down 16 early, battled back, and they closed the game. They were down in the fourth quarter, six points, Felt like it might be over after the call before Brad uh, challenged it and won a challenge. Shout out Brad. That never happens. Um, but yeah, they, they battled, got the win. <laughs> Excellent performance from the Celtics for sure. Yeah, man. They're definitely so, showing their resiliency. Like, and, I, and we knew this team had it. It was just like, when are they going to like finally come together and say, hey, all right, guys. All right, I'm done with posting my own pad and my own stats. Let's go ahead and get some team wins. And you know where they started with Marcus Smart, man. Marcus Smart has been the best Celtic on the floor in every game. I'm talking yes, about sir. hustle plays. I'm talking about he's even taking smarter shots, even though he took a couple dumb <laughs> ones last night. He's taking smarter shots, meaning they're moving the ball around, guys. And then he's getting that wide open look, even if he's the last you know, option to shoot it. But it's going in. And so when the Celtics move the ball, guys, it's so much, it's, it's a much better game, right? And the shots just have that much more, you know, proficiency of going in. And so I'm just really loving what I'm seeing from this young squad. I mean, Smart was as cold as you can possibly be from three. He grabs an offensive rebound, fakes out Kent Bazemore, and chucks up a clutch three in the fourth quarter. I mean, th there's no more Marcus Smart play than that. That's just he exactly had all the what time you need in the world me. to shoot. He did. He even well, stood there. He said, funny, "Look how bad I got him." Right, but I, <laughs> I yelled. I think I lost my voice twice telling him to shoot, and I never say shoot. But he was so open. Like, he was wide open. Fake the three. Dude, baseball goes one way. He's just looking at the basket. You know what? Let me just line. Let me rotate. All right. Whew. Like, I'm like, yes. Big shot, Smart. Big shot from Smart, man. I'm telling you, this team wow. is different. And it's really good watching this team finally come together. Uh, even Brad. I feel like Brad is coaching, like, even better. Like, I, it starts with that 
uh, telling Marcus Smart to miss that free throw in the other game against Portland, I think. Uh, and when and then they were able to trap, you know, my man um, Damian Lillard. They were able to trap him, and so he couldn't get the pass off or get a good shot way in that corner. It started with that, and I'm really I'm telling you, if this team continues to play this way, no one's talking about Kimball Walker. People still want to trend. Kimball was on fire finally, and he, and I'm telling you, this team is finally coming together, guys. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. Big time game from Kemba. He was huge in the third quarter. Three straight threes for him. Uh, he had obviously the big step back over Draymond, I believe, to ice the game. And that, at that point, I was like, no, 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 because Tatum had been on fire and Kemba had been kind of cold up to that point. He, he cooled off after the hot third. Um, but he he drills the shot, the step back. I think that's big for Kemba, too. That's maybe like the most clutch shot he's hit all season. And maybe he needed that for his mental health, not mental health, but, you know, his confidence, because it's been a yeah. rough year for Kemba for some, to some degree. He's been getting better ever since he came back gradually, right. but he needed a big moment like that, I think, in a big game. I mean, at what point, guys, do we, is, are we going to wait to the playoffs for him to just consistently play back-to-back games or, because they'll have, they'll play one game, one night off, one game, like, you know what I mean? Like, because I think Kemba just needs the ball. Like, if he gets out there and balls, you're going to finally get that cardiac back because, I mean, he just needs to consistently be on the floor. When he has to play a game and it's back-to-back, and um, it's just not building that consistency, plus with the other fellas, and that's what we're not factoring in. Like, they need Kimba on the floor. Yeah, I mean, he was talking post-game about how, like, it's taken him so long to get over this mental aspect. Like, realistically, he's felt fine physically. It's just a matter of, okay, my knee's not hurt anymore. I got to be back in the game. And last night, he finally got a chance to be the second scoring option again. And look what he does. 26 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists on decent efficiency for Kemba. It's the perfect bounce back. I don't want to say bounce back because he's been fine lately. But in in terms of scoring, this is what most people want to see from Kemba. And he proved that he can do it if he needs to. But the most important part is he doesn't always need to. He doesn't always need to drop 25 points because they have Jalen Brown. It's just important for when one of those guys has an off game, Kemba can step in. And I think he showed that he has the ability to, which will be huge in the playoffs. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. My only issue, my own, it's not a big issue. It's just like my only thing is, can Kimba just heat up whenever, or does he need to get the you know the shots off? And that that's what we mean. Because when Jalen Brown, listen, when Jalen Brown's on the floor, man, he's going to the basket, he's shooting threes, he is saying, "I'm not passing the ball. I'm I, I'm going to take on three defenders. Like I'm I'm just going to be Jalen Brown." And so you got to let him get off. I like that Jason Tatum is passive. And then aggressive, if you know what I mean. Like, go ahead and do your thing for three quarters, but the fourth quarter is mine, guys. Like, he's the closer. And then finally, we're getting, like, guys playing certain roles. And I think, I think we need to be the first to talk about Jabari Parker because no one wanted him. No one was talking about him. And all I kept saying is, why is everybody down on this guy? We're getting size. If he gets, if he can shoot, he can shoot. He can get to the basket. He was averaging like 14 points. And he came in the game like in the third quarter and got like 11 points. I'm like, why didn't he play earlier? So Jabari Parker is a big addition to this team, especially with Fournier back. Jabari Parker, now you got two options off the bench other than Pritchard that I feel like can give, give you some minutes. That gives Tatum some rest. That gives Brown a little bit more rest. Because I was scared last night, guys. When Jason Tatum came out of the game, uh, the Golden State started coming back. And I was just like, ugh. Like, we can't keep Tatum out. Because if we do, 
no one's going to be able to score. And so, luckily, we were able to get a basket. Tatum came back in the game. I think Tatum played, like, the the majority the, the from the middle of the third all the way through the fourth. I don't remember him coming out. I, maybe you guys saw him come out. I don't remember him coming out. I don't know. I don't remember. That's a good point. Uh, but, yeah, it's huge getting an extra guy off the bench, isn't it? Because the whole year, the bench will come in, and it's like, you know, there's, like, a, a drought coming. <laughs> there there were times in that game last night where they literally couldn't get a basket to save their life. Like in that first uh, first quarter into the second quarter when Tatum was on the bench, to your point, Wayne, they were struggling. And that's when Golden State really kind of blew it open and they managed to pull it back. It's going to be really big when Fournier is back. It won't be Monday, they said yesterday in the press conference. But hopefully Thursday against Phoenix next week will be a big time to have him back for sure. And if Parker right, keeps so- his confidence up. I mean, he's probably only going to get better. He's going to be more in the system. He'll have time to learn the plays, things like that. I mean, he he could be really helpful off the bench for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time I hear Parker, I think Tony, and I get confused for a second. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I just, hear, I, I just see, hear and see the last name. I'm like, wait a second. And then it takes a second to click that Jafari Parker. But, I mean, it, it's crazy that, like you said, Wayne, most people were counting this guy out. Before he went to Sacramento, which, first of all, he played nine total games in two years in Sacramento. So he, he didn't play there. Before that, he didn't average less than 12 points in a season. So if he can come onto the Celtics and even average just eight or nine off the bench, like, that's that's – so clutch for this bench that was who was the leading scorer what Pritchard at like seven and a half so adding two guys which Fournier hasn't even played more than like three games for the Celtics yet so having Fournier and Parker off the bench who can score is just going to be such an immense addition to this Celtics bench that was just lacking any of that before the season so I want to see them both healthy but I'm looking forward to watching this bench unit play a, a lot together as a team and that's been the issue all season, guys. It's been the bench. It's been production off the bench. Who's going to be the guy? We thought it was going to be Teague. Teague was whatever he was. <laughs> and so it, it was just like, you know, the Celtics couldn't figure out. So now you're leaving Tatum, Brown on the floor. Tatum was dealing with the COVID issues, and Brown was, couldn't stay healthy because he was he's just consistently overworking these guys. And so it's like, guys, who's going to come in off the bench for the – I think once out of, you know, the season, I was like – I kind of wish we would have kept Brad Wanamaker. Like, 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 and no one ever says that, right? But I thought right. for a second, at least he would have been able to come in, came in the game, control the ball, get the ball where it needs to be, and he'll take a shot. He'll make a shot. He'll get to the basket. He'll draw a foul. At least he gave you that off the bench. And, you know, Pritchard being a rookie, I really like him coming into his own. Luckily, he's older enough. He's mature enough. He is starting to come into his own, and he's finally taking a shot. I still think if Pritchard takes one step closer to the basket, he'll hit more threes. But he'd be shooting the unlimited Steph Curry threes, which is going to come. I just wish he would take that one step closer because Pritchard is going to be – he's going to be anonymous. He's going to be amazing. I, I can feel it. And so we can move on for some guys, you know, when, whenever it be. You know, Carson Edwards and – and uh, I hate even my man Tremont, yo. Connecticut native, born yeah. right here. He came to the game the other night and did something I just never saw in my life. And I was just like, all right, it's time to move on. Like, it's time to go. It's crazy. For those watching on YouTube, sorry, Sam, I just need to show this one sec. I got up for a sec because, uh, Wayne, uh, I thought you'd appreciate it. No, you didn't. Jack showing his Jeff Teague jersey. I'm going to give you a pointer, right? Stop buying jerseys. (laughs) Buy T-shirts with your names on it. You'll save a lot of money. And, you know, 
it's just unfortunate, man. He just didn't work out. He just didn't work <laughs> out. I, yep. He didn't have Crazy. that killer instinct, I guess. Nope. Nope. He can go play in Milwaukee. <laughs> he had a good, he had a good opening night against Milwaukee, and that was it. That was it. Gave him a free win, right? That, that was a big win. Big win over the Bucks, but he, he didn't do much after that. Pritchard, though, the most confident rookie you'll probably ever see, pulling up from nearly the leprechaun last night in the second quarter, drilling a big three. I mean, he's got so much confidence, and it makes him such a great player. Uh, having him, Fournier, Parker, and Tristan Thompson off the bench is going to be big for them now. They have more depth. Like you said, they can rest guys a little bit more now. Man, depth is key, bro. I, and And... That was the only – I felt like that was our only issue. I know they kept saying there was locker room issues and things like that. I can see amongst the starters, everyone trying to come, you know, into their own, trying to figure out what their roles are going to be and things like that. But, like, it was just the depth. You looked at it. It was like – like you said last night. It was like, oh, shoot. There's no main score on the floor. Oh, goodness. Somebody – who's going to do it? And they just come by a basket. You know, I, I'm still trying to figure out Shimmy Rose, uh, Shimmy's role – if Jabari Parker is coming in the game, going to get you like nine to uh, 14 points average or whatever, I just see his role diminishing because I don't care what anybody says. I'm loving Grant Williams, bro. Like, I'm really loving this guy. I don't know what I like about him. I just love the fact he's a bigger market smart. He's going to he's gonna make some, miss some bad shots, but he's going to take open threes in the corner. Whenever he's in the corner, I want him to shoot it. His confidence is building up. He's starting to put the weight body on cats down in that. He, bu- <laughs> he bulldozed somebody yesterday. Told him get out the way. And then he cries when he gets a fuckle. He's a perfect Celtic, yo. I'm telling you. This kid's going to be a problem. <laughs> Sam can back me up here because I have I have defended Grant Williams tooth and nail for the past year and a half. And so to He's hear doing. you say that warms my heart. I've Jack, uh, the biggest Grant, Grant guy I know. <laughs> I mean, hey, by far. He, he's just what, he's, he's so good. Plus. He's so good. Yo, it, no, he's, he I agree. I, I have no problem with Grant. How the hell is he a plus 62, guys? Like, what was that? A Was that a typo that I watched? Like, how is that possible? He's a plus what? And then it was like plus 10, plus 9, plus 12, minus. He's a plus. He needs to be on the floor. I'm telling you, I don't know what he brings. He brings a certain type of energy. He's smart, right? You're seeing him become more of a a mental type aspect when it comes to his game. I like Grant Williams, man. He's he's growing on me. Never really disliked him. Just wanted to see him play more minutes. And as a rookie, he was getting big minutes and crucial moments. So this is his second year, and I can't wait to see what the playoffs are. You know what they and and you know unveil for us because we're in fourth place right now, and I think the Celtics is going to keep pushing. Grant Williams a winner. He just he makes winning plays, and that's all that matters. He doesn't even need to show up in the box score. He's that type of guy. I I compared him to Draymond a little bit his rookie year. Maybe he's not the passer, the rebounder of Draymond, but he makes the defensive plays. You need he gets clowned on for fouling these guys early in transition. What would you rather him give up an easy bucket? Like a, that, that's a smart basketball play. Clown him all, clown him all you want. You know he he gives up the fouls, but he makes the plays the Celtics need to win. He probably saves them six points in transition a game with those stupid fouls. So. Credit to Grant Williams. I love him. I'm going to continue to support him. And for the Grant Williams hate club or whatever floating around on Twitter, like, you're just clowns at this point. You're, you're making fools of yourselves. Watch, watch this oh, man we, play some we basketball. Should go into that. We should go into that and just shut it down real quick and just keep posting clips of Grant <laughs> Williams doing the smart things. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, like, he's developed his three-point shot. It's, it's, 
way he plays is deep. Like, he's a great on-ball defender. So what? He can't defend the switches when he's – who the hell can defend Curry? I mean, Curry shot over everybody he last He played night. good defense on Curry realistically. It was beautiful part, defense. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing defense. Curry just said, nah, son, I could jump higher and shoot deeper. <laughs> it was just – and they went in. Like, what do you do? He didn't give up. He came back. He kept fighting. The Celtics are starting to scrap again. This is what I was talking about. This is why I kept saying, yo, go get me, like, a player. Go get me Crowder back. Give me the guy that's not afraid to die for a ball and 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 break his nose and keep playing on the floor, unlike that dude from, uh, you know, from Golden State that bust his head. That was a hustle. That's a hustle. Oh, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's the type of players that we need right now so that our stars can continue to shine. Role players, key players. Celtics are doing it right now. I'm with you, Wayne. I, I Every time I see Grant shoot, I think it's going to go in. He's he's in the elite club for me right now. He had a rough night last night, but he he seems to be consistent on his open looks. And that's what they need from him. And he's he's playing good defense. He could potentially be similar to Draymond Green, similar build, uh, similar style of play. Like you said, he's a bigger Marcus Smart. That's kind of what Draymond is. So, I mean, he's only in his second year. You got to cut, you know, you have him for a while. Sure, they'll keep him around. Shemi's probably on the way out, that being said. So if if they stick with Grant and give him opportunities, he definitely could develop into some great role player. Who knows? I mean, now, he made a big three the other night, right? Against Portland. He made one in like the fourth Portland. quarter. That was huge. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He, takes, he makes some shots. He's he's not afraid. Confident listen, you can't teach confidence. I'm gonna say it again. You can't teach confidence. Either you're confident or either you're not. Even with Kimba, Kimba was the most confident college player coming out of college when he came out of UConn. No one took, can tell Kimba anything. He was the smallest guy on the court when it came to even playing in the NCAA tournament. I wa- I'm a UConn fan. I watched him win that championship. Like he won the. Ch- I can't even tell you the other people on the team at the time. Kimba Walker won that. His confidence was amazing. I don't know if this injury is nagging his confidence a little bit, or does he feel like he's cramping the style of the young stars that are coming of age? And I feel like there's a little bit of that. And I need Tatum and Brown to be like, Kimba, be, do you. Like, do you. Like, I think that's the only thing that's holding him back. Other than that, guys on this team are starting to show that they're confident, and Grant Williams is one of them, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I love me some Grant Williams. I was a fan when they drafted him. I, I told Sam the story, but I'll tell it again. Um, I, I the, the reason I'm such a big Grant Williams guy is, is so stupid because I, I was playing 2K20, like a video game, right? Granted, it's nothing. But I, I took Grant Williams in like one of these fictional draft classes. Man was all-NBA all third team, third year, like averaging a triple-double. I'm like, oh, this is this guy. So I knew him. I watched him at Tennessee a little bit in the tournament that year. And they took him, and I ran to my brother. I'm like, they took the guy. And he's like, what are you, what are you fucking talking about, man? And they took him, <laughs> and, and now Grant Williams, man, I, a fan for life. You got a fan for life in me, Grant. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that brings up my next question, sort of. Uh, like, Jabari Parker, Evan Fournier, Peyton Pritchard, obviously, uh, Tristan Thompson make up the core four of your bench at this point, I would argue. Maybe you can ar- argue Jabari Parker hasn't earned that fourth, ninth man spot yet. But past that, you know, you got guys like, you know, Grant Williams, obviously, Romeo Langford's getting some solid time. What do you see as being that end of the bench uh, rotation during the playoffs, Wayne? What's your ideal, like, oh, you know, there man. Oh, it's going to be amazing, right? Because now you're talking about defense. With a with a little bit of offensive sprinkles, right? And so now, so Jabari Parker is not known for his defense, but I like his size. I like the fact that he his size can kind of like you know just affect 
shooters. Like, that's what his size can do. You're going to get a guy, he can get around the rim, he can get to the rim. So Jabari Parker is going to be like that nice floating type of player that's going to be, you know, cap off that bench. I don't care. He he showed it last. If I would say that if it wasn't for Jabari Parker, the Celtics don't beat the Golden State Warriors last night. It was something about his energy inserted into the game. He was getting second chance shots. Who shot an air ball? Marcus Smart shoots the air ball and he goes. Yep. Somebody shot an air ball and he goes and gets the rebound Marcus, and puts yeah. it up for two. And so it's just like you can't teach that, guys. Look, this dude's a former first round high lottery pick. He's coming into he's coming to a team with the greatest franchise in the world. Sorry, LA. He's the greatest franchise in the world. And he is going to let everybody know, look, I can still ball. I can play a role if this is what you need me to do. And I, I'm so happy. But you mentioned Romeo Langford, and he's one of my faves. All right. He can't score worth a lick, but he affects teams on defense he is like the new he's like a mixture between marcus smart and avery bradley but bigger like he has that defensive mentality he's he, the offense is there he just needs to shoot or get to the rim more i feel like the more he does that the more he sees the ball go in the better or the more confident he will be and taking the shots but listen you got him you got now you got parker Fournier, listen to this bench. This is crazy. I used to want Fournier to start when he first came there because I was like, yo, let Marcus Smart start with the with the bench unit because he can run that unit. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Let Fournier do what he's doing. It's okay if we, if we, you know, gave up whatever for him to be off the bench. We need that, right? And so then Tristan Thompson, the fact that um, Rob Williams has – now, the way you are about Grant Williams is how I am about Rob Williams. And when I was on with the Celtics blog, I was bigging up Rob Williams the whole time. And everybody was like, no, he's weak. He just, he can't, he's dumb. He can't do that. I was like, no, you have to, at, you, at some point, you have to let athleticism do its thing and allow the mental part to come, right? We watched it with DeAndre Jordan. He was just an athletic freak. Dude just jumped out of the rim. Now, Rob Williams has developed a mid-range shot. Oh, my goodness. Not saying it's super efficient, but when he takes it, it usually goes in because he's confident when he shoots that. And so now you're getting that. You're getting a protector around the rim. You're getting a guy that just affects shooters. So Rob Williams starting. I'm, I hate that we had to get rid of Tice because I like Tice, but Tice wasn't helping the team as much as as he could have just because of his skill set. He could shoot and stretch the D, but when you needed him to be around the rim, he was either in foul trouble or whatever, whatever. I like the fact that Rod Williams was starting, and I love the fact that Tristan Thompson is coming off the bench to relieve some of that pressure because now you're getting a veteran with energy, and we didn't start the win streak until Tristan Thompson was back in the lineup. I just wanted to put that back out there. That's right. And they've won some games without Robert Williams, which is even more impressive because he had been such a key to the success because the energy he was bringing, and he was like a free uh, safety valve on the offensive end. You just throw it up, and he's throwing it down. But I'm pumped. They're closing games now, which is super important, especially come playoff time. That was a tough close yesterday. It really was. That Steph Curry's on fire, and you managed to outscore the Warriors by six in the closing minutes of the quarter. Well done. Very, very great win by the Celtics. The bench will be coming back together soon when everyone's healthy. Hopefully, Jalen Brown's feeling better on Monday. And I hope Robert Williams is back, too. I'm sick of not seeing him play. He's yeah. less fun. Right. No alley-oops. Right. Even though Tristan had, I think Tristan had one. I didn't even know Tristan can jump anymore <laughs> on one of those alley-oops he got. He got high for that joint. So I'm like, listen, the Celtics are doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're playing together ball. And and it starts with their, their leaders, right? It starts with, you know... I, 
I know people don't want to agree to this, but sometimes as a leader, you got to get called out. I don't care what anyone says. Kendrick Perkins called out Jason Tatum, but Jason Tatum was, responded with the game. And then they had their conversation. But if it wasn't for Kendrick Perkins, um, I'm not saying Tatum was as bad as Kendrick was trying to make him sound. I just felt like Tatum just, he was just a little more passive, right? And so, like, the like he wasn't as aggressive as he should be if he's a leader of this team. And sometimes as a leader, you got to take the shots, meaning the brumps, the bruises, you know, the wins, the loss. Like, you got to take it all and let your team know that you're that person. And I think everybody and their mother, including every all the other teams, all the other analysts, believe that Jason Tatum is going to be MVP soon and very soon of this NBA. He's got a shot at it. I mean, if he continues this upward trend, he he's definitely got a shot at taking home one of those in the recent years. And I, I don't know if you saw this win, but uh, ESPN or some you know sports media, I assume it was, it was ESPN, and like Bleacher Report, maybe they put out predictions for all NBA teams this year. And Jason Tatum wasn't on the first team, wasn't on the second team, wasn't on the third team. Uh, made none of the teams. Uh, I can't imagine he won't make them. But I just want your thoughts, and I I can give you the teams. I have them off the top of my head. First team was Giannis and Kawhi. Second team was LeBron and Paul George. And third team was Kevin Durant and Zion Williamson. So uh, I, I just want your thoughts on that list, considering KD's played 23 games this season total. Yeah, like how, <laughs> how does he – I mean, is is it is it like an all-star cast voting where fans vote? Is that what that is? No, no it's, it's right? media members, no. <laughs> right. And so how does Kevin Durant make a list for a person that doesn't play? And that doesn't mean – like, because it's funny because didn't Jason Tatum take Kevin Durant's spot in the All-Star game? Isn't kind of like how that was? He was the starter because I'm not saying it should be by default, but how do you not have him as one of the small forwards or power forwards on your list as, as all NBA team? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, uh, maybe, maybe it's just not his time. I, I feel like you still got heavy hitters on there, right? You got LeBron, you got Giannis. MVP, you got Kawhi, he's still playing at a, an MVP level. Um, maybe it's just not his time, but I feel like he should be at least, he should have some of these votes because Jason Tatum, since day one, rookie, has proved he belongs in the NBA. I don't know if every, if people don't remember the first year they're in the, they're in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? The first year. And, and, and if Terry Rozier could shoot, they probably would have been in the finals. No, Terry Rozier couldn't hit the side of a barn that last game. Like, I was like, what are you doing? And he was so clutch. All I'm saying, isn't that the year Tatum dunked on LeBron, his rookie season? All for nothing. Like, Every yeah. time I see that play, it brings nothing but pain. I don't even enjoy it. And I hate LeBron. <laughs> yeah. that, that would be like the, I, I would have like a big picture of it back there if, <laughs> if they won the game, but they, they didn't. They didn't win the game, right? And so, it's, it's just unfortunate, but he showed that he is going to be that guy. And this is his third season, and I'm just not understanding why he's not being respected yet. But you know what? My words for Jason Tatum is this, because I'm sure he's going to watch or listen. Tatum, just keep doing what you do, bro. Like, you're, you're proving to the world that you're greater than great. They're just not ready for you yet. And sometimes becoming a great one 
is just continuing to just shine. Let them come to you, man. They will. If Tatum is not on this list right now, it's cool. But he will be in years to like you know soon, real years soon, and he'll be on there forever. Just like you're seeing LeBron James, who's still on. He's been on there like every freaking season he's played in the NBA. And unfortunately, I just feel like there's still some heavy hitters on there for Tatum not to be on that. Not even the third. They put I, I the, the character. That's blasphemy. Like how do you know, how do you pick a guy that hasn't played? <laughs> Like, that doesn't make any uh, sense. And Zion's the 11th seed right now, too. So the Pelicans yeah. aren't even good. And they're not even winning. There. It's, I don't I don't know, man. It's kind of crazy. It's got to be because of the, the hype behind Zion, right? And the fact that, yeah. you know, he's still – I've watched Zion play. He doesn't play great defense. And he's – I mean, how – he should score every time he gets the ball. Dude's like 900 pounds and just bullies everybody. <laughs> He's like a baby Shaq, right? Like, yeah. so, like, he should score every time he gets the ball. But come on, man. I don't know. I don't know how – I don't know what they do to, to make those votes. Yeah. Tatum, by the way, ever since he, he's been on the inhaler, just been on a tear. Maybe it wasn't all Kendrick Perkins. He's got the inhaler now. Could be that. Could be. Yeah. I feel like Kendrick got a little – Kendrick Kendrick ignited it. No, he then, did. I'm joking. Yeah. But the inhaler is no, a big just, deal. Listen, man, let me tell you something about COVID, right? I've had COVID, right? And I still, to this day, I'm not on an inhaler because I don't freaking play basketball, so I don't need it. But (laughs) it's it's, the breathing issue is different. Like, I feel different. Like, I can go for a run. um, But it's like, that's fine, but it's the short things. It's like, you know, walking up steps, a bunch of flights of stairs. I'm like, damn, how am I out of breath? I'm I'm in shape, right? It's stuff like that breathing in them it's just different so tatum is just coming into everything and that inhaler is helping him out if that's what he needs good because the tatum that we're watching right now is is just is electrifying yeah and shout out to uh, our friend kj doyle wicked smart sports guys podcast there's more than bringing that bleacher report article and uh, predictions to my attention because i thought that was kind of ridiculous but uh, i want to shift gears really quickly we don't have to spend a lot of time on the subject but Another one of my favorite players on the team who I'm sure Sam will mock me for. Uh, Luke Cornett is my guy. I don't uh, mind Luke Cornett. I don't know why you always say that. I know, I know. But I, well, no I, with I bring Cornette. it up. It's, it's just because I bring it up all the time for no reason. Because he doesn't and... play a big role. But I, I want to know your thoughts on my man, the Unicornet, the, uh, the beast Luke. The Unicornet, the green Cornet. Like that, I, I really like that one, right? Listen, um, it's funny because I just read something today. I think his wife posted it about him being number nine, and he that wanted the sister, number yeah. nine. His, his sister, sister yeah. and he wanted the number nine jersey, and it wasn't <laughs> available, so he had to rock forty. Listen, Luke, rock the forty, bro, because right now I think he's playing a a. It might be a small role, but his block shots. The, yo, do you watch him? Like they go up, and he just puts his arms up. He doesn't even jump. He's not jumping. Like, you don't have to teach him to jump. Arms go up. Hands come down. Shot gets blocked. Team gets the ball. He's an underrated rebounder. Are you watching? He's rebounding. I mean, snatching the ball, getting the ball, securing the ball, and he can shoot a three-point shot. Uh, so what are my thoughts about the green cornet? He's definitely a Brad Stevens guy. What do I mean? Guy that can stretch the floor and a guy that can play big. Now he he's going to struggle against the big big bigs. Okay, he's just not physically fit to be out there on that floor. 
um to against your Embiid's and and those guys that are just bully ball kind of big. Um, but he affect he's affecting shots, and I love it. And you can't ask for anything more from this type of a player, man. And I can see his role growing. I can see the Celtics making him a Celtic, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And Jack, we've talked about this. They, I guess they had been interested in him for a little while, so he'll probably stick yeah. around. His pick-and-roll defense seems to be pretty good. Like you say, he's just putting his hands up and blocking dudes on the pick-and-roll, so that's great. I mean, they need that. They get killed on the pick-and-roll. Just look at the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Maybe they have Luke Cornette. They they might win a championship. <laughs> man, brutal. Possible, yeah. man. He could, be, he could be a key piece. That's all I'm going to say. He's the perfect third string center. Like you don't need him to play big minutes, but if you need a guy to stretch the floor, he's right there and you can throw him in the game and and you don't have to worry about the defensive liability against most big men. Joel Embiid is his own player. He's his own league. You can't really throw him into the rest of the centers in the NBA, but if you need a guy to space the floor and play decent pick and roll defense, he's right there. And he's, he's the tallest. I'm trying to put this correctly because I don't count Taco. He's the tallest center the Celtics have had that's playable in the last five years. Do you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yep. as much as I as much as I love Taco, we've seen him this year. He's not he's not ready to be out there against some of these guys. And Luke Cornett is a more viable option that can also stretch the floor, which is why I like him. And yeah, Sam, like you said, Brad Stevens mentioning we've had our eyes on Luke Cornett for a few years because of his pick and roll defense, which is intriguing for a guy you know that's most people that's thought all. would be cut as soon as he hit the team. Uh, especially yeah and uh, I if you had told me that Mo Wagner was going to get cut over Luke Cornett I would have told you you were crazy but hey still uh, I'm glad Luke's still here and sorry that it didn't work out with Mo Wagner but Jabari Parker is a much better fit with the way the team is currently constructed in my opinion at least but uh yeah I just wanted your thoughts on Cornett real quick because I'm a I'm a big fan of the uh the green Cornett right there good good piece good addition great addition I was a little shocked at the at the Wagner um, when they when they let him go, but and that's because I'm a Michigan guy, you know what I'm saying? I like my yeah, Michigan yeah. players. His brother, his brother should be coming out this year, um, yeah. just to see what he's gonna do. Um, but uh, he just he just didn't fit. Sometimes, sometimes things players don't fit, <laughs> and uh, I definitely really like what they did with Jabari Parker. I'm not picking him up. I didn't see it coming. It might have been talked about. I wasn't paying any attention. I really didn't expect this. I knew there were some rumors about Isaiah Thomas, but like fans were really going back and forth and bickering. Oh, you got Parker. You should have took Isaiah Thomas. And I'm like, listen, guys, come on, man. Like we know Isaiah Thomas is is a scorer. We know he can shoot. We know that, but like those Brad wants people with size. He's he don't he wants people with size. He said it. Size can shoot. And so you're getting players in here that are coming in to fulfill these roles. And uh maybe they find a way to bring IT back. I don't know. I didn't even know they were gonna be able to do Jabari Parker. Yeah, yeah. Jabari Parker, low risk, high reward. We saw a nice reward last night. I, I mean, hopefully he keeps it up. I'm excited for tomorrow's game, Monday. Uh big time. I'm just pumped to see them go again. They they Daniel should have Tice. A, Daniel Tice and Javante Green are back. They're well, back. Daniel Tice, I, I'm putting this on your show. Daniel Tice is gonna try to drop 30, bro. Like I, I could feel <laughs> oh, it. for sure. I could yeah. feel it. That's only 10 threes. And and watch him not be in foul trouble. Watch. Yeah, he's gonna get all the whistles, right? Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna hammer somebody as we no call. Just That's watch. I could feel it. But yeah, uh, Sam knows. Nope. 
your boy Zach Levine not playing. I think yeah. that's what you're about to say, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. No Zach Levine favorite. tomorrow. Maybe they'll Sam win. Sam hates Zach Levine. Sam hates Zach Levine. No correlation <laughs> between him and winning. You know what I, I fear the most when it comes to the Celtics? When they play teams that they kind of like dumb down on, those yep. teams play harder and they scrap. And then the Celtics are trying to play comeback and they can never come back from those games. It's just like, dude, just don't go down. Like, don't, don't take them lightly. Look at them as if they coming out trying to beat your tail on TV like just look at it like that and so hopefully the Celtics are in some type of a groove and a rhythm to where they just don't dumb down their opponents because there's always the scrappy teams that win the games and the Celtics have started to become the scrappy team that's why they're winning I mean they are buckling down playing defense I mean the Lakers game they put their foot off the gas for a little bit but before that they got up to 27 points the game was somewhat close Lakers were hanging around Put on the gas for the first four minutes of fourth quarter, and it was just about over enough to make me uh, leave work where I was watching the game and go <laughs> home, and uh, then get the notification that they only won by eight. I was like, "What the hell happened?" They oh, were Twenty-seven yeah. points. Yeah. What had happened was Brad was <laughs> like, "All right, guys, y'all could go rest. I'm gonna let these guys come in." If that's the game, Tremont was doing dumb stuff. Carson Edwards, <laughs> like they just. They couldn't hit a shot for seven minutes, Sam. Like, seven minutes, they couldn't get a bucket. And so the last two minutes of the game, Brad was like, all right, Brown. All right, guys, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) And that was Brown's big game, too. Wasn't that the 40-point game? Yeah. I think I I, I was, like, driving it, and I was at a stoplight, and I I went on Twitter to see what people were saying. I was like, oh, the game must be over by now. And someone was like, oh, Jalen Brown got 40. I was like, wasn't he at 36? Do they have to come back in the game? Like that, back, that was my man. reaction. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, it, it is oh, what man. it is. And then so, shortly after that, they signed Jabari Parker. <laughs> and, and they were like, look, we can't have any more of these bench woes. Because they, you got to rest guys. <laughs> like, guys got to get their rest. Yeah, I saw the joke that uh, the Lakers bench mob caused Mo Wagner to get cut because he blew the league against the Lakers when he checked in. <laughs> brutal. Brutal last moments oh, as a Celtic. <laughs> Sorry, Mo. Sorry. Sorry. And remember Mo the last, the last, uh, Tyson's last second as the Celtics when yep. he missed that game-winning three-point <laughs> shot. The Celtics got something going on, man. Either if you don't, if you don't make it happen, you might be walking away from this yep. team on a bad note. <laughs> And then uh, Mo Wagner, Sam, you pointed this out to me. Mo, Mo Wagner comes in the next game and makes his first shot as a Celtic in the same spot same that Tice spot. missed the same shot. It was a three, right? <laughs> same corner, I was like, same side of the court, everything. Uh, the exact same shot. Too brutal. Windy. Brutal, brutal. But uh, uh, other news, Celtics are four and a half games, four and a half, four and a half games back of the Bucks right now. They're not that far out of their three seed. They keep this push going. You think there's any chance they can sneak into that top three in the Eastern Conference this year, Wayne? Just look at their schedule. The schedule says there's a chance, right? The schedule says there's a chance. I'm not saying they're playing, you know, a bunch of teams that are inferior. They got some games. They got another game against Philly. I I just hope we play this Philly game coming up. No, they don't. They don't have any more against Philly. Brooklyn. Philly. Brooklyn, I'm for some sorry. reason, they only play three times this three year because of COVID. Yeah, my bad. It's Brooklyn. Weird. I just hope that they. I don't know what I don't know if it's Kyrie. I don't know what it is about Brooklyn that the Celtics just don't show up. Started on Christmas, then it was the other game, and now it's this game. They won't have Kemba. And, I'm just like, and they wait. Back to back. Oh, this is back to back. Yeah. 
Yeah, tough back to back too. Phoenix then Brooklyn, which is brutal. It could brutal be a big week for the Celtics though. I was telling Jack and the boys this morning. Milwaukee's got it tough too. They have Philadelphia and Phoenix as well as Atlanta. And Atlanta on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Celtics okay. have Chicago Monday, Phoenix Thursday, Brooklyn Friday. They have and some, then they have an opportunity the to Hornets, make up some ground. And then the Thunder. So Hornets Thunder after that. They can make up the ground. Worst case scenario if that's they do. What I, that's what it looks like on paper. Uh, all I'm saying is the Celtics just got to stick to their game plan, move the ball, and they could beat anybody. I don't know about Brooklyn. For some reason, it's just something about <laughs> Brooklyn that the Celtics just they just they look the the Celtics look the worst against Brooklyn all season. Every other team they play, they look like they could have won those games, right? And then I feel like against yeah. the Nets, they just look different. And they never last time they had Kimba. Remember, first time they didn't have Kimba. Last time they had Kimba, and it didn't matter. But we were missing somebody else, I think. It's was like it smart? Never, was smart, smart out? No, was, like we're, no, I think that was one of his first games back. I can I go back know. and check. He was good I, in that game. That was his first game back, Jack. He he was good. They didn't have somebody, though. Yeah, they're always You're missing. Right. And it's a key guy. Like, I don't know if it was Jalen Brown. I don't know. It's always a key guy. And so I would just like to see this matchup really full on. Because KD is back. Durant is, I mean, um, Kyrie should be there. James Harden is there. And I really think the, all the Celtics got to do is just continue, not, don't get in a shootout, right? And keep, continue to drive, move the ball, and force those guys to just be tired. And don't let it come down to a Kevin Durant who will close the game. Like, that's, that's, well, that's the thing. Got. They have three closers. Three closers. Celtics have. Kind of won Tatum's Bennett lately, but before <laughs> lately they didn't have anything. They were losing all the close games. They yeah. might have figured some out now though, which is great. Celtics I, I, were fully healthy, by the way. They were fully healthy that game, which is odd. They, they were had, fully healthy. Even be, guys. They'll even be more fully healthy now without because <laughs> they're gonna oh, have yeah. extra bench guys. Can, uh, you could uh, contend that they're deeper than Brooklyn. It doesn't have a whole lot of depth. Um, Why isn't Brooklyn struggling? Like uh, I, I know. don't get. Isn't that it. funny? Because they have guys sitting out. And they don't have a lot of depth, but maybe they just have that they're just so top heavy that it doesn't matter. I remember, I remember the game now. Brooklyn had some dude I never heard Landry of. Shamet was not <laughs> Here you go. That's him. Yeah. And that's what happens. It's like it's always the uncharted guy, the guy that they don't get the you know the scouting report on. And we oh. And that prick Kyrie went for like 40. Yeah, but that's Kyrie. Like, you know, like, I expect... They Kyrie like Kyrie too much, Wayne. They need Shaman to be angry when, when they Shaman go play Brooklyn. They're not angry enough when they go play Brooklyn. They're all they're all hugging Kyrie. <laughs> they, they, they need to come out and say that they hate him. They to need say, to cut the act. We all know it's an act. act. There's no way they like that guy. He quit on him in the playoffs. How can they like him? I don't think there's an act. I, 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 I seriously think that Terry Rozier was the issue. Like, the whole time. I think Ooh. it was Rozier... I think he was the issue. I think he was causing division. I think those boys really did look up to Kyrie, and I think that's why that. Kyrie left. I could Believe be wrong, it. but it is what it is. But you're right. Put on your big boy pants. Ain't no fun <laughs> on the court. Beat his ass. Keep it moving, and then dap it up uh, after the season or something. Don't even like dap him up. Right. Like, after, after season. He's quitting the like, playoffs. <laughs> right. Sam hates him. Sam hates him. Sham it. Sham he made a commercial. He won his number in the Raptors, and he left. Yep. yep. That, that's a tough one, man. I can't defend you. I love Kyrie. I'm a Kyrie guy, right? I've liked him since he came out out of Duke, yeah. right? But I can't defend <laughs> him because he made that commercial and that shit hurt my feelings. 
<laughs> like Kyrie, yep. like Brutal. I mean, I'm with you. With the Earth is flat. Like I'm, fi- I'm, I'm rocking with you. You're bro. a flat Earther, Wayne. But no, I no. just Kyrie. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, like it could be flat. Now that I think about it, right? Like you know. But then when he put the video out, and I was just like, dang. And then he didn't come back after he told he told the fans. Not only the video, like he told the fans that he was coming back. Like, if the fans want me, I'll be here. That's what he said. And then he put the commercial out. You can't shoot in the garden and say, I, I expect my number be in the rafters someday. And then you're, you, you're on a different team. Not only are you on a different team, you didn't even go out west. Like, if you would have went out west, I won't care. You went to the Nets. In the division. So not even the conference, the division. division. Four times a year. With Kevin Durant. Right, I'm saying, <laughs> oh, my God. Now, now I'm mad at Kyrie, bro. I'm with you, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm with Get you. Get hyped up. Get hyped up. And it was uh, it was Landry Shamit for 18 and Jeff Green for 11 last game. Uh, the Celtics played the Nets. So, an, uh, absolutely know, brutal. Business scoring however many he scored this week. Yep. Uh, who who uh, was it for the Lakers? I think somebody had a big game. Marcus like, Gasol. Marcus Gasol. I was like, I was like, man, this guy used to be my favorite player. He'd never make any shots. Now he wants to play. Come on. Celtics find one guy to leave wide open every game. The Celtics are consistent in leaving wide open shooters. There were wide open shooters last night. Why Jordan is there last somebody? Night it was Jordan Poole last night. Jordan. Who Poole. the hell is Jordan Poole? Why is he wide open? Like. Uh, uh, are those brain farts? Like, what are we doing? Like, and so I don't know, man. The Celtics scare me when they shoot, and then the Celtics scare me when they leave the guys wide open. Like, that's when I get scared, and I just, yeah, I do get scared. As a- it's brutal. It's brutal. But uh, yeah, shout out to Juan Toscano Anderson for diving over the the uh, what is it called? Yeah, uh, he, he gets yeah yeah that's, for diving that's, over and a concussion. That's about two five times. <laughs> Not only did he get a concussion, dude had like a laceration in his headpiece. And no, they oh. they had eight towels, so you couldn't see any blood. <laughs> like he was <laughs> he was banged up, but man, that's how you do it. Celtics got one player that'll do that. And I don't even think Marcus Smart doing that. If he does, he knows how to land properly He's or fine. something. He gets up <laughs> yes. and block he he comes back in, drills the three. Not it doesn't even hit the rim. Oh, Net. That's it. They slapped those towels on his head. They said, we're on national TV. No blood here. And they slapped that shit on his head. This is a Disney <laughs> channel. ABC is oh, Disney owned. <laughs> ABC, uh, my employer. They said, no, no blood here. No blood here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, one other thing I wanted to talk about. Obviously, Celtics going to be around that 3-4-5 seed in the playoffs. It's looking like this season. Uh, I, I want to talk about the first-round matchup. Everyone talks about, okay, would you rather play Brooklyn? Would you rather play Philly? But realistically, Celtics are going to have to get past that first-round matchup before they even get there. So we're talking Hawks, Knicks, Heat, Hornets around that range. Who do you most want to see and who do you least want to see in that first round of the playoffs win? Give me, give me, the, give me the Hornets. All right. Now, a lot of people would say, give me the Knicks. Hell no. First of all, they play the Celtics too good. They play tough defense. They play very good. It's Tom Thibodeau. Like, 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 and he has those boys playing. And when John Randall is talked as an MVP candidate, like, that's how I know they got a coach. They got a coach. Julius Randall. Julius Julius Randall's a beast. Thinking of football. My bad. John Randall was a Viking. Julius Randall is amazing. All of a sudden. Now, he always had spurts of being good. He just wasn't used properly, right? Not with the Lakers, not with didn't the Didn't want Pelicans. to play for the Celtics coming out of the draft. Didn't didn't work out with them. Never forgiven him for that. Wish him hmm. the worst. 
I, I like how you hold your grudges, bro. Like, I do. Awesome. Like, don't let go of the grudges. Like, don't ever let Part go. Part of being a fan. Yeah, I feel you. I'm Coming with you. Coming the offseason, when I, when I have more time, I'm writing a piece where I'm going to tell you <laughs> 10 guys you should just, like, hate as a Celtics I, fan. Like, I, 10 look, players you should not like. I will read every piece of your writing just, just to hear this because I love it. Here's the thing, though. Julius Randle sucked against the Celtics the last time he played. But yeah, he was great. they had his point guard, Quickie, Shippy. What was Quickly. his name? Quick Daniel quickly. <laughs> it's just one guy. So I, I don't know. I don't want to see the Knicks. Um, RJ Barrett, by the way, excellent game against. He him. had a great yeah. game. He's not he had a great game. He's been playing really well lately. That's part of the reason I agree with you on that one. I mean, the, these young players for the Knicks are starting to come into their own a little bit. You you want to avoid them. They play scrappy defense. That's formula for a, a tough series that you don't want to deal with. Give me the Hornets. They're pretty banged up. Uh, they they probably yeah they're pretty banged up. So give me the horns. No Lamelo Ball. We don't know what Gordon Hayward's gonna be. Uh, I'm not really too worried about Terry Rozier, even though he can go on a scoring spree. Just give me the Hornets. I like that matchup. Kimba beating his old team first round. Uh, Scary Terry trying to come out to beat. I ain't call him Scary Terry no more. Him, that guy, Terry Rozier trying to come out to play against the Celtics. I would like that in the first round. Who who do I want to avoid out of those three teams though? Um. I don't know if it's the Knicks. What was the other team you said? Atlanta. The Hawks. The I don't Hawks. want to see the Hawks. Or the Heat. The Heat are good, too. The Heat are right there. I feel like this year we will play well against the Heat. Interesting. What's your I reasoning do. there? What do you think about that? Um, it's it's Bam is not the same. Even though I know come around playoff time, he'll probably be Bam again, right? <laughs> yeah. Tyler Hero, not the same, but coming around playoffs. I just, I just feel like there's those two shooters are worrisome, but I'm, I'm okay. I like our matchup. I, I like the fact that we'll be playing with a grudge, if that makes any sense. Like we'll be playing with the grudge, the chip on the shoulder. This is a team that eliminated us. Oh f that! We're coming out here and we're gonna take care of business. Now they have the scariest coach because I think they have the best coach out of those four teams that we're talking about. I think, I think Spolster's better than Thibodeau um, when it comes to coaching and playoffs, <laughs> if that's how we look at it. But give me give me the Hornets and don't give me Atlanta because it's something about Trey that is just, how do you stop him? He's almost like a Curry. Yeah, yeah. He's the closest thing One to Curry One thing about seen. Atlanta, though, after you finish, Jack, are you done? No, I'm that's it. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about Atlanta they, they don't have a lot of playoff experience. That's the thing. You know, you, if you play Miami, those guys went to the finals last got year. Got rid of Rondo. They got rid of their boy. They, clowns <laughs> got rid of Rondo. And look, look how well he's playing for the Clippers. Seriously, he's yeah. been really good for them. Celtics should have went and got him. That would have been something else it's, off the, the bench. don't bring back old players. I don't I'm, know why they don't do that. I'm I really convinced. hate that they don't. I'm convinced that they won't bring back anybody that's played. In you might be right. Because there have been times where it's definitely made sense Especially this past offseason, they could have went and got him. After struggling with Wanamaker as their backup in the playoffs, they really needed somebody to be the the veteran leader in the playoffs. Someone that could flip the switch like he does would have been perfect. And he became, what, a much better three-point shooter, a much better finisher around the rim. And now... He's the he's, he'll be the dominant ball handler. Whether he's starting or coming off the bench, it doesn't matter. But the fact that he would be getting people involved, like that's the key. Like you know, so oh well, we didn't get Rondo. It's what it is. But yeah, fools got rid of Rondo. So I, I'm very curious to see how well they're gonna. Whether it's the Celtics or not that they play, 
how well they'll actually fare. I think Rondo would have been an important playoff piece for them. I don't. Will Trey Young be great under the pressure? Who knows? Um, they've got Capella, who who can definitely compete with Robert Williams down low. Same type of player. I would compare them all the time before Williams came out of his shell there, as saying he has potential to come into stardom like Capella, like Whiteside. Same kind of deal. Um, Celtics might be. Well, no, Atlanta really gave him a hard time, man. Gallinari missed zero shots and scored Gallinari, man. <laughs> I was about to say, oh, they might be deeper. And then I remembered that. Don't make you, just wow. give me the team without the better bigs. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying Clint Capella is better. I am saying that. They're the better bigs. <laughs> yeah. As far yeah. as Miami's goes, though, uh, like they are better equipped to handle them this year than last yeah, year. That's, that's they brought in Tristan good. Thompson. They now have Luke Cornet, who can guard the pick and roll decent. Uh, Robert Man. Williams playing really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're a little bit deeper this year, probably – I mean, Fournier is a big-time scorer off the bench, even though we, we haven't really got to see him play a whole lot for the Celtics yet. Mm-hmm. And then Jabari Parker, Peyton Pritchard has been excellent. I mean, he's yeah. a game-changer yesterday. Kept him in the game. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they played Miami again. That, that might be the most likely one. I, I'm not that's sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I wouldn't mind that because I feel like they just, they'll just play different. Like, it's just a different, different, different team. We have a different team. Right. Yep. So like different players, different outlook. But then you got those guys that remember being eliminated. And so that right there, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown, like those guys are going to remember. And we, we got another addition. We got Payne Pritchard. So I'm not worried about that team. And I think, like you said, we'll defend Bam. We will let Bam do whatever he wanted in that matchup. He hurt his hand and still was able to do stuff like I was just like Tatum dunked on him, too. But we lost, so we can't get that poster. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. It's it's unfortunate, but I'm I'm excited. I think the players are gonna be fun. In the meantime, Celtics just gotta continue doing what they're doing. Of course, they're gonna probably lose some games, you know, in the season. That's it's, you win some, you lose some, but it's all about how they finish. And I think the Celtics are gonna be fine going forward. We're all gonna overreact I, when they lose, of course. Absolutely. We're gonna <laughs> fire fire Brad Stevens. Fire Danny Ainge. You know, why would Danny Ainge bring Jabari Parker in here? Like, right? Wait, and so here's the funny part, right? Um, 48's first game when he played, he was horrible. <laughs> he oh, had his man. worst game of his career and then his best game of his career as a Celtic. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal, brutal. And just going back to the Heat series, imagine a timeline where Tatum dunked on Bam instead of getting blocked. And just imagine how beautiful that timeline is. Imagine they don't blow leads. <laughs> also true. Also true. Hopefully that is something Bam of the past. hurt his hand on that, right? Yeah, Isn't I think so. And he still <laughs> balled out. Brutal. Brutal scenes. But, uh, you know, shout out the Heat. I think we all wish they beat the Lakers anyways, regardless of how the series turned I out. I sure do. Uh, tough things for them. They lost Crowder, though, so they are a different team. That's a, a big loss for them. Crowder is the uh, overachieving element you need to make That's... your team play better. <laughs> Can you imagine Apparently. Crowder and Smart? He would uh, be an excellent fit on this team. I'm trying right. now you got a guy that's gonna hustle for 50-50 balls. Now you got two guys. And then you got guys that I think he I don't know his percentage, but he's probably slightly better than Marcus Smart in the three. Probably slightly. I don't know. I could be wrong. But that's another guy that could stretch the four. And so that's what you – I'm telling you, that would have been perfect. But I don't think Brad brings back guys that he's had before. I, I mean, not Brad, Ainge. I don't think he brings back guys he's had. Once he deals you, yeah. you're done. Yeah, Jay Crowder shooting almost 39% from three. So he's uh, 
pretty pretty good this season. He's he's making all of those. And I always say that was the biggest piece of the Kyrie trade that I was upset about. Like in hindsight, like yeah, Isaiah Thomas sucks, but he was hurt. Ante Zizic, who cares? Colin Sexton, the pick, whatever. Losing Jay Crowder there hurt hurt that team a lot more. I mean, was, he was the in great. the long run at least. Exactly. Yeah. In hindsight, that would have been nice to keep him on the team. But uh, but yeah, I mean, that's all I got for today, Sam. Is there anything you wanted to bring up before we no, start? To no, no, I'm here? good. I'm hungry, man. Yeah, so. Food sounds real good. Huge, huge thank you, uh, Wayne, for coming on. Follow Wayne on Twitter at Wayne Breezy. Uh, Follow new new Celtics podcast you got right, Sea Breeze podcast. Yes, please follow Sea Breeze uh, Nine on Twitter, man. We're trying to build this following, man. Uh, Can't wait to have you guys on the show. It's gonna be crazy. Absolutely. For sure. Anytime, anytime. All of Wayne's stuff will be in the description of this podcast and in the description if it's on YouTube. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming on today, Wayne. We uh, Great talking to you. It was a good one. Uh, you guys can follow us at Bannertown USA. I'm Jack Simone MBA. And per usual, Sam, wrap us up. Yes, sir. Follow Jack at Jack Simone MBA. Follow Bannertown at Banner. Let's try that again. Bannertown USA. Uh, Wayne, thanks a whole lot for coming on. You always bring the energy. It's always a lot of fun to chat with you. Get me going, right? Follow him. Follow the new podcast. Make sure you listen to it. I'm sure me and Jack will be around to that at some point. Um, th- you can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's our show for today. Goodbye. <laughs>